It's a it's a podcast a year in the making, basically. Folks, we have been waiting legitimately for 14 months for this to finally come out. <laughs> and here uh, we go. Here it is. Um, for those of you that maybe haven't been with us the whole time or may have forgotten. Yeah, right. Uh, Steve has not seen movies. He does just he hasn't seen them. <laughs> uh, and so when they uh, said they were coming out with a Mulan live action version. We thought it would be interesting to see if he saw the live action one first, if he liked it more or less than uh, movies that you've seen the animated feature of before. Yeah, with all the other remakes that we've had so far, I've watched all those. Everybody's watched all those, but I'd never watched the original Mulan. And then that preview came out and we're like, wow, this looks completely different than what Mulan show was. And I was yeah. like, yeah, let's totally do this. Yeah. Let's watch that first. We're going to work really, really hard at making sure I never watched Mulan. <laughs> and then we'll watch it after the fact to see if it, you know, how the, how that works out to be. Right. So then they was released to us, thank goodness, you know, uh, and they wanted us to pay $30 and we were not going to have that. We didn't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we waited until it was free. Right. Well, free for people that have a subscription to Disney Plus. And honestly, it was kind of funny. Like we went to go watch it a couple of times. Then I, I like hit start. And then within 12 seconds was like, nope, not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Too serious. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, because what we had heard, what I had heard about the live action Mulan is that they were taking it in a quote unquote more realistic direction. They had taken out the music and the comedic side characters yeah. and were focusing more on a more gritty uh, war movie yeah. basically is what I heard. And that's what the preview led us to believe too. Right. And so I was like, this could be interesting. This could be a really different direction for Disney to go with their live action films because up until now they've all just been almost shot for shot remakes of what they were before yeah that's true that's very true uh and i i I have my complaints about the remakes i think they're a lazy cash grab and they are uh but i also feel like it is a it it is a wasted opportunity where you could make it a spectacle you could make it big and different and uh, cinematically impressive right and they just have not done that, in my opinion, as of yet. Yeah. So we sat down to watch the new Mulan with this fresh idea that this is going to be a gritty, realistic yeah. uh, retelling of the Mulan story from Disney's point of view. And totally made sure we were in the right movie kind of mindset. We were ready. We, we had our Twizzlers ready to go. <laughs> we were ready. And then we started watching the show. And that's where things started going. <laughs> that was our first mistake. <laughs> 
Um, now here's here's the thing. I am all for changes. It's it's one of the things that I think should happen in remakes. Uh, the Completely. the shot for shot uh, recreations. It's so pointless. So I'm all for new and unusual and different. I'm all for it. Uh, but when you advertise that it is a gritty, realistic retelling, and then the first thing we see is a sorceress that can turn into a bird. Yeah. I said, well, now wait a minute. Which which direction are we going in now? Yeah. Like, what part of this is gritty and realistic exactly? Uh, and so that was my first indication that this probably wasn't going to be the kind of film that I thought it was going to be. Right out of the gate. Yep. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, we, we did then go on to uh, watch the cartoon animation right afterwards, basically. And so this is going to be a two-part series. We're going to get you through the whole week with this with this podcast. We're going to be talking Mulan all week long. Yeah, right. And rightfully so. Because so I guess we're just going to kind of go for it right there. But like, yeah. What did they give us right from the very beginning? She was running up they were they were all running up walls too and <laughs> well and here's the thing uh those of us 90s kids you know our generation most people will, rem- will remember the movie crouching tiger hidden dragon yeah which was a colossal phenomenon when i was younger uh it was i think a lot of people's first exposure to that style of filmmaking in which their fights were super heightened yeah. And unrealistic to a point where it was just almost like a fantasy, but it was still just fighting. Like Mortal Kombat gone. Kind gone. of Mortal Kombat <laughs> style kind of things. Gone movie. Um, That's and fun. Okay. I personally thought, okay, if they're going to go that direction with this movie, I'm going to suspend disbelief and go, okay, this is the world we're living in. Uh, but they just kept pushing that to the point where it was like, okay, this isn't the world that you're trying to portray with this. Yeah, about 70% of the way through the show, I kind of made some conclusions of why why it was going the direction it was going because I was very concerned as like, like, is it supposed to be fun? Is it supposed to be fantasy? Is it supposed to be real? Is it supposed to be real life? Why was that? Things felt very disjointed to me in a lot of ways from sure. a movie point of view. Um, some of the which, like, even when they go to start doing Mulan's makeover in the beginning, when she goes to meet with the matchmaker, mm-hmm. uh, I thought we were in a very serious type of a wartime movie. And then it moved into like, it felt almost um, slapstick kind yeah. of ridiculous comedy. Stuff. Weird. Yeah. And it was, it went into that whole thing all of a sudden. I was like, I'm so what, what, what now? And it wasn't till later after watching the, animated version that i was like oh that's a throwback to the original show so this then brings up the first problem that you have with it is that like well i mean it's just a that's part of it if you didn't see the original you don't appreciate that and so then it you know it feels out of left field yeah Uh, because the the interesting thing about this is that we start with mulan as a little girl which we don't do in the animated version yeah um which i personally feel is unnecessary it was completely unnecessary. And they <laughs> added in this strange backstory about her chi that she had. Oh, they do that like to was talk like about a, their chi. They talked about it a lot. I haven't um, talked about my chi since like the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not in China, so I guess we don't know. But I, I feel like this backstory of her already just being a natural warrior... I kind of like really it. well. It eliminates a lot of the reasoning for her to even know need to go and be trained at that point. Why would she uh, need yeah. that? She's already a super warrior, so for her to go into the army really wasn't a big deal. Oh right, she already knew how to fight. You know, yeah. 
Um, and so they, this this beginning part where she's a child felt unnecessary and a bit tacked on to me. But I was like, okay, sure, we can we can do a little backstory. But then you like like you said, there's such a strange tonal shift in this movie where you go from her being very scolded for being too energetic or too outgoing or too loud uh, to this weird uh, matchmaker scene where for some reason her sister is also there with her with the matchmaker and is scared of spiders. I, 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 come on as if that was a spider, that thing on that table. It was like, it was so CGI. Like it was, yeah, completely unbelievable. I could not figure out. It took me so far out of the movie. I was like, what was that thing? But the tonal shifts like that happen quite a bit in this uh-huh. where you're like, why? Why is this? Why? Why are you throwing it back and forth like this? And then they couldn't decide if it was going to be a serious movie about people dying uh-huh. in a full on like assault on China or if it was going to be a supernatural a mythical animal type of situation. Yeah. Which I didn't understand. If you're going to take out a, an animated dragon from the first movie, why would you put an animated Phoenix that just randomly flies around in this movie? Oh yeah, that's true. I guess we should say real. I mean, we're about halfway through (laughs) spoilers. We're just getting started. Spoilers. Uh, but if you're if you're going to say we're taking out all these fantasy elements and we're going to try to make it real, why would you then add in a sorceress and a phoenix into this movie? Well, and the problem with the phoenix too is it was so unbelievable. It, it was yeah, it was it not like, rendered well. It looked like it was literally a paper kite, which I thought maybe that's the look they were going for. So then sure. I thought that was supposed to make sense, and maybe it does, and I didn't get it, but it felt very paper kite like to me. Um, and so, so it didn't fit. They've they've added in the sorceress woman as kind of a dark mirror of Mulan in their version, where she has uh, yeah. she has her chi powers as well, but she's decided to live outside of the community, whereas Mulan is trying to operate inside the community, you know, that kind of thing. Um it, it felt unnecessary again. I'm not sure it was needed. Um but the the real problem that I had with this movie is that um, every performance felt wooden to me. Oh my gosh! And so I dry. don't I don't know if it was because everything was voiced over because I don't think that there was a single line in this movie that wasn't voiced over. Yeah, and I don't know if that's because they were actually filming outside, so they didn't have the audio that they needed. Um, or if they decided that the accents of the people actually speaking were too heavy, or I don't know what the I situation was. I was wondering that. I didn't. Fi- I didn't find out for sure, but it almost felt like they re- filmed it for like the Chinese um, um, audiences. audiences, and then they had the actors then redo the scenes right after in like an American uh, or in English, and then um, they had to then dub over both of them in order to get it to fit right Mm. potentially it almost felt like that was the case to me and if that were the case i think that's kind of an interesting idea right like you're filming two movies at the same time in two different languages like that could with a bunch of people that are actually chinese yeah like that could be interesting and if that were the only fault of the movie i would be fine with it but you know it comes back to storytelling but i also think production it could have been cool if they were going to go that way you should have filmed the whole thing in Chinese ah. and then let 
Americans have subtitles mm. because then it would have been more authentic and it would have been something different. It would have been an interesting promotion for it. Sure. Uh, but the performances, no one seemed to have any kind of expression or inflection in their voices. And I don't know if it's a cultural thing. So I, pardon me if this is culturally insensitive, but they didn't seem to have any inflection in their, in their speaking as almost as if they were reading their lines for the first time without any yeah. context. Like they were asked to do it that dry. Yeah. And like, even when, you know, when there is emotion in a scene, when someone's upset or when someone's crying, there wasn't any emotion in yeah. the face. And I was like, wow, I have never seen a group of people so, so uncommitted to a emotion. Yeah. And, Cause I've seen Stoke before and I wondered if that's what they were trying to go for with Mulan, you know, sure. um, she's trying to be tough and it wasn't that. <laughs> no i hate to say it but really the only person that i liked in this movie their performance was her sister oh right who i felt like really was the only person that gave me any kind of range yeah in emotion she was good I and liked so her. kudos to that actress i think she did great but overall even as someone who loved the animated version and I knew all the story beats and you kind of already know what's going to happen in the movie, right. it felt like they were just kind of, they might as well have been marionettes moving through this movie mm. with that same range of emotion. You know? Right. Yeah. And I did find myself thinking through the movie then at some point in time thinking like, why did Disney take such risks? Why did they film it where they filmed it? Like all of the things that we've now heard about after the fact. Sure. And I was like, why did they do all of that to give us this movie? Like yeah. it didn't seem that. And then that's when you for that's when I started clicking in that you're like, ah, oh, we were probably not the primary audience there. Mm. And we get that a lot with like Transformers and stuff now too, that, you know, they make so much money overseas that they're like, well, we know you'll go and they will definitely go like everybody else will go, you know, to see the movie. And so, but it didn't happen with this movie either. Right. Um, that's what I find uh, yeah. sad about it is that Disney, uh, especially before 2020 had almost endless funds to make movies however they wanted. Uh -huh. They were making money hand over fist and for them to deliver a lackluster product seems so unnecessary. You know, I, yeah. I've said it before about the remakes is that if you're going to remake it, give me something new to look at. And yeah. I will say that the scenery from China was really pretty. Yeah. There were things in there that I certainly had never seen before that I thought, wow, that's, that's an amazing scenery type of thing, you know? Right. But that's very true. Overall, like pretty scenery does not a good movie make. No. You know, like <laughs> now I can see that on the history channel, folks. <laughs> like any YouTuber can show me that. That's right. Fine. Uh, so, but unfortunately, most of the world agreed with me. And again, I don't always enjoy being right about these things where they, you know, if people enjoy it, I'm glad that people enjoy it. Yeah. I personally did not enjoy this one and it seemed as though the world at large didn't really enjoy this one either. Yeah. When we looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes, the uh, the audience vote on it was like a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it was. 
and critics choice was like 76 percent or something so that was a pretty high score mm -hmm. um if and i'll go on I'll, I'll say it a few minutes early here on this one is that i would give this one a complete fail Ooh. i this was to me the worst disney movie in modern history right wow. like that you and i've gone to see together in the last 10 or 12 wow. 15 years maybe um yeah that's so and you i hated say, it that much i mean i didn't hate it but there was nothing i liked about it <laughs> well see and this is what i <laughs> like thought it was, was a complete failure i thought this was interesting because i personally thought dumbo was a bigger failure than mulan oh, yeah um for multiple reasons that we don't need to get into because we've you already give, talked about would dumbo. you give dumbo a solid f oh for sure oh wow yeah that was a, that was a completely unnecessary film it did not need to be made and watching it did not change my mind I've been dying to go back and rewatch it again to see if I was wrong about liking it. You'll enough. be doing it alone because I, I will not watch it again. Uh, but Mulan on a Sunday afternoon, if I got some time to kill, <laughs> if you need a nap, sure. Uh, no, the thing about Mulan is um, it's a, it's a real person. First yeah. of all. So we know the story of Mulan is very interesting at the very least. We did a whole podcast on the real story of Mulan yeah. uh, when we were talking about this a year ago. Uh, so we know that she's an interesting person and her life is very unusual and very nuanced. And there's lots of things that you could tap into. Then we had the animated version, which I personally love. Uh, a lot of people love, which is why they decided to make this new live action version. Right. Uh, if they had done something unique, if they had used a new voice to make this movie necessary, right. to make it different, yeah, to give these actors something else to do besides what is currently there, I think I would have enjoyed it more I mean, if they would have the, taken a risk. Even the epic end scene when they have the emperor all, uh, when they have him all tied up in ropes. Oh my You're gosh. Like, ropes? rope like, what and like, the way they did it was so dumb it was so i could not figure out what they were trying to convey to us during that point maybe <laughs> it's something deeper that i didn't get and i sure hope that's true and if so please put it in the comments or something because i'm dying to know but but none of the characters mattered uh -uh. none like you barely knew names and that's only if you knew the original movie that you could pick oh, up right. on what names were like yao or cricket i'm not really sure why they decided cricket needed to be a guy uh-huh but that felt unnecessary to me you you have the phoenix flying around you might as well give her an actual bug right you know it's like, the only animal we didn't see during this weird movie um i just i wish that they had used their voice to do something unique and this is always me complaining i know right but Give us something different. If you're going to spend the money and time and resources to put out remakes, give us a reason to watch them besides oh, the fact that... Oh, they gave us that, something different. Yeah. <laughs> give us a reason to watch them besides, oh, I liked that movie before. Uh-huh. That's, you yeah, know, if you I, look at the remakes of like Planet of the Apes, I don't know uh -huh. if you ever saw the original ones from the 70s. It's possible. Um the, the ones in the 70s were groundbreaking with effects and the storyline just shook people. At least the mm. first one did. I like and then that. That's good movie. these remakes that they came out with, while they were basically the same concept, they went a whole new direction with it and gave you something new to look at. Oh, people like that? Yes. Good. Okay. <laughs> so for, for poor Mulan, 
to have such an interesting story and to be given such a bland recreation, I think mm. is a disservice to the story in general. Uh, now, are you sad that you made a patch to go along with it? No, I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just I kidding. didn't make a patch to go along with no, that, you're right. to be and honest. The patch is beautiful. We'll talk about it more later this week. Um, but it was so upsetting that China is going to be remaking their own version of They're it. They're going to put out their own Mulan movie next year, so which... Gotta- you know, you got another episode to look forward to, folks. <laughs> I, I mean, it'll probably be in Chinese, and I don't know that it'll be readily available, but we'll try to get our hands on it and see what eh. China can do with their own story and see if they can, can you imagine? make something that's exciting to watch. Ah, it'd be interesting. We'll... But basic scores. I think we both give this one a pretty bad score. Yeah, it's uh, it's a complete failure for me, unfortunately. Wah, wah. Which is an F. An F. Actually. But if you want to see it, it is on Disney+. Plus. Make your own decisions. Uh, yeah. Next, we'll be talking about the animated version. So For sure, because we know back. we're harsh. We know that. Oh, yeah, we're harsh. <laughs> and if you love the movie... No no shade to you. Enjoy what you enjoy. I have no problems with people liking things at all. Uh, but it's like I always say, if you're that good of a warrior, how did you get punched off your horse by a bird? Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast. <laughs>